0: As Pastor Rob just mentioned, you know, this is the first Sunday of 2020, and not only am I excited because it's another new uh, new year, but we get to start a new series, and what way to start off the year in understanding and getting our uh, spiritual lives nourished, so that way we can continue to grow deeper into our faith. I'm so excited because we start a new series that is titled, The Armor of God, Equipping Ourselves to uh, to Fight Life's Battles. And one of the things I want to share with you, that's based out of the, the book of Ephesians, chapter 6, verses 10 through 18. And if you're, uh, if you're able to, I'm going to ask you to please stand for the reading of God's Word. Here the Apostle Paul is uh, uh, sharing some words and final words to uh, this church. It says, A final word, be strong in the Lord and in His mighty power. Put on all of God's armor so that you will be able to stand firm against all strategies of the devil. For we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world, against mighty powers in this dark world, and against evil spirits in the heavenly places. Therefore, put on every piece of God's armor so you will be able to resist the enemy in the time of evil." Then after the battle, you will be standing firm. Stand your ground, putting on the belt of truth and the body armor of God's righteousness. For shoes, put on the peace that comes from the good news so that you will be fully prepared. In addition to all of these, hold up the shield of faith to stop the fiery arrows of the devil. Put on salvation as your helmet and take the word the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. Pray in the Spirit at all times on every occasion. Stay alert and be persistent in your prayers for all believers everywhere. This is a reading of God's Word. Let me pause for a word of prayer. God, we're so thankful that you allow us to be in this place, and as we start off the new year, we're starting off with this great series that we're preparing for of understanding what each piece of armor that we have available to us to continue to fight life's battles, especially, the Lord, in the spiritual realm. Bless us, Lord, in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You may be seated. So we see, ladies and gentlemen, from the very get-go of this verse 10, the Bible says, you know, a final word, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. So the first point I want to share with you is that our strength comes in God's power. Our strength comes in God's power. Now I want to share with you and be honest with you. The last couple of years— Every day I wake up, every, you know. every day I wake up in the morning, I have to, re- to realize the realization that I am getting older. I know, I know. And as I get older, I find myself asking God for strength to physically accomplish all the tasks that lie ahead that day. Two weeks ago, One of the prayers that I asked God was to give me, my staff members, the worship leaders, and the many, many volunteers the strength needed to take care of 10 worship services in four days. That was December 21st through the 24th, which included the six Christmas uh, Eve and Eve Eve services. And then to come back last weekend to do four more. So if you're one of those uh, individuals I like to add and do the math on there, that is 14 worship services in nine days. Be like some people were like, Pastor, that's crazy. I was like, I know. <laughs> I agree with you, but you know what is the reward? Now, if you weren't here last week, and I shared with you that just only, only in the Christmas Eve and Eve, Eve services, the six services combined together, there were so we were six shy of 2,700 people who came. Amen. Amen. Praise God that came to hear the word. Praise God. Thank you. A lot of work and a lot of physical beatings on our bodies that we took a few days just to recuperate, you know, to go back next, again, last weekend to do another four services, which was Saturday night and four on Sunday. But there's no way that we could accomplish it, you know, without God's blessing passed on to us in our physical bodies. But just as important is to ask God for the physical strength, it is vital for us to ask God for spiritual strength. Many of you know that I love to preach and to bring God's Word. And what you also may or may not know is that I also make sure that I, I, I am spiritually ready, that it is not only me coming up here on my accord just because I know of a topic. No, even if I know of a topic, one of my prayers is, God, let, not, let me not be up here or anywhere that I'm going to preach the Word all, quote-unquote, by myself. Because I know who I am uh, preaching for. I know who I am representing. And I never want to make sure, I want to make sure I never want to be here by myself or anywhere where I'm preaching God's Word. Because it is for God's honor and God's glory, and it is not mine. Amen. Now as pastor, I must always be aware that I am subject to all the frailties of the human condition and the pressures of society. But I am required to maintain a higher standard. One of the ways that I keep those standards is making sure, again, that I'm not coming up here on my accord. Sure, I'm a representative of God's Word, and you are also a representative of God because you are a follower of Christ. We better know what, it is, available to, what is available to us to fight off the attacks that come our way and try to mount up against us. So the second point I want to share with you is that we need the full package in order to stand. We need the full package in order to stand. What's that meaning? That the scripture is, is actually letting us know what each piece of armor it is that we need to put on. But one of, before I even go on there, one of the things I remember locally, you know, I know that we're dealing with uh, uh, military issues, you know, at the moment. But locally, uh, on a regular basis, sometimes on a daily basis, we got firefighters who are battling fires battling situations and they don't go over there just without their gear they make sure that they have their boots that they have their 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 fireman suit you know that they have their mask and one of the things that we have to realize is when the fire is out there that the firemen gear up that they know what each equipment does that if they're wearing a mask and they have the oxygen they got to make sure that the oxygen level is up and and it doesn't wear out and and there's an indicator that there's no more oxygen. I mean, just knowing the equipment is so important, not just only battling a blaze. A few weeks ago, I was speaking with one of the chiefs uh, over in Kanshahaki area, and he mentioned back in 2008, I was still living over there that there was like these uh, the luxury uh, apartments along the river that caught on fire, and he said that he was a few blocks away and he could still feel that heat. And that was with all his gear on. Could imagine if he was going to go into him battling a blaze? There was no way he could. And that's just an any firefighter that takes place. And why, if they were dealing with that with the firefighting and dealing with the fires that they have to uh, 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 extinguish, in our spiritual lives, what kind of fires are we trying to extinguish all on our own? The Bible is saying here to put on God's armor. Because we do have an enemy, we are battling things, and not uh, only—talking about in the spiritual realm that we sometimes don't even pay attention to. But these, these pieces of armor talks about the belt of truth. It talks about the body of armor of God's righteousness. It speaks about the shoes of peace to bring up, you know, and to hold up that shield of faith to put on the helmet of salvation, the sword of the Spirit, and we can't forget about prayer. There are pieces, so in the midst of this series, throughout these weeks, the pastors are going to come up and they're going to share what each piece of armor can do for us. Because it's not only just knowing that it is available, it is also such important to know what each piece can do for our lives. So it's not only just the items, not only just the pieces of armor that we have to know about, but we need to know our enemy. We need to know the tactics. We need to know the strategies the Bible is saying here. The enemy, the devil, the adversary. In the verse of Peter chapter 5, verses 8 through 9, the Bible says this. It says, stay alert. Watch out for your great enemy, the devil, He prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Stand firm against him and be strong in your faith. Remember that your family of believers all over the world is going through the same kind of suffering you are. Now, I uh, I don't know if you've gone to the, the zoos and things, but one of the exhibits that I love to go and visit is actually where the lions are just to just see them just walk with authority, you know, you know, just going at it. And then when they get, if I can get that roar, it's like, oh, it's like, and just the way that they do it and, and just the sound and just the feel like, oh, intimidation. But we're there, right? So here, think about it. It's like, what can we do? I was over in Botswana about two years ago, and I went to the safari, and uh, I'm glad I didn't see any lions, I mean, because the jeep was an open uh, source jeep. And, and so, yeah, the lions can stay away. And there was a point that there was elephants uh, coming our way, so the vehicle stopped, they shut off the engines, and I'm thinking to myself, um, what are they doing? And the, 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 the elephants are just, you know, getting larger and larger because they're getting closer. And all of a sudden, they stop right behind me. And I actually took a video. I wish I had it, you know, to show it with you. And I'm thinking, oh, my God. <laughs> and I <laughs> point towards me, and the elephant's right there behind me. I'm like, I'm not moving. <laughs> and they kept on going. I did, you know, the, the, the elephants, you know, are, are, are big enough. But when I'm thinking about the lions... Hear the scripture saying, Be careful, be alert, you know, stay alert, be vigilant. For the devil, our adversary, is like a roaring lion seeking or looking for someone to devour. And most of the time, the lions, they deal with ones that are weak. And we must be, as a body of Christ, as believers, we must stand strong. And even in the midst of a body of Christ, when someone is weak, the others who have gone through the battles, who have gone through the faith, to understand, we gotta stick together. I love it when, uh, in understanding our enemy, there was a movie out there that was titled, uh, I think it was uh, 300, about the Spartans, and and they, they, they I remember the the leader, was saying, "Stick together, hold the line." I'm not going to scream at you, this, you know, this way, but, but we as the body of Christ, you know, if we're putting on the armor of God and we're battling these, uh, uh, going against the battles of what the enemy is going to throw at us, we have to be able to stick together. We got to be able to hold the line when it's needed. We got to know when to move forward and being the leading, you know, following the lead of the Holy Spirit to continue moving. That's what the, uh, the enemy, the devil, does for us. The enemy tries to be able to go at different angles, throws the fiery arrows that the Bible is saying here, how are we fending that off? Not only do we need to know our enemy, but we also have to understand the armor that every believer has at his disposal. One of the battles I remember from the Old Testament is that of uh, uh, David and Goliath. Most people know that the shepherd boy David defeated the great giant of Goliath from the Philistine army. But did you know that as he was preparing to go to battle against this giant, another individual by the name of King Saul wanted him to wear his uniform, his his armor? I want to go to that scripture reference that is found in 1 Samuel chapter 17 to share with you what happened there a little bit. As David was, went over to King Saul, he says, no, I'll go and fight him. And it came time do, that, that, that King Saul said, okay, you go. But then here in verse 38, the Bible says, Then Saul gave David his own armor, a bronze helmet and a coat of mail. David put it on, strapped the sword over it, and took a step or two to see what it was like, for he had never worn such things before. I can't go in these, he protested his soul. I'm not used to them. So David took them off again. What does that show us, ladies and gentlemen? That shows us that you cannot, we cannot wear someone else's armor. The Bible is saying here that David was not used to the armor that King Saul was wearing. I could only picture what, saw, what, what David must have been like putting on that armor, strapping that, that sword around him. And he, he, the Bible said that he took one or two steps. But I can imagine that like, he's not used to it. But he also had the courage to say, you know what? I, 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 I'm not used to these. I got to take them off. The Bible saying that it's not saying that we can't use, we, we have to be able to put on God's, God's armor. But we got to make sure that we don't put on somebody else's armor. You know why? Because that helmet may be a little bigger than, than ours. I remember when I played football, and uh, one of the helmets, if you're not familiar with it, the helmets, they have like these uh, air pockets inside that from the outside, they're, they're adjusting the air so that way you can get, it can take the shape of the head. And so there were times that the, the plays were going on and off, and they'd be like, you know, oh, Ayala, yeah, get in, or, or things. And I would grab a helmet, and I'm trying to <laughs> keep, <laughs> realizing it wasn't my helmet. But you got to be careful, ladies and gentlemen. Sometimes we, as, as followers of Christ, we try to put on somebody else's armor. We want to be able to put on somebody else's prayer life when we're not even taking the time to even say thank you to God. We, we got to make sure that if we're wearing somebody else's armor the same way that David tried to do that for Saul, that he had that sword around him. Maybe somebody else's sword, somebody else's armor that you're trying to take may be too sharpened or too dull. It could be too big or too small because you're not used to it. Maybe it's, it's something that you have to be able to battle with, and it's not something that you have been uh, come to um, be used to and that's what david said he had the courage says i can't wear these i'm not used to wearing these things but a part is when we're going out into battle and the spiritual battles especially we got to make sure that we put on the god's armor but it's an armor that has to be custom fit for our spiritual lives you can't live your life by somebody else's armor They may have things in their armor because of whatever battles that they have gone through in life. You can't wear that uh, armor. It has to be your own armor. And it's not just to be able to have and say, oh, we have an armor. We have the the, the belt of truth. We have the sword of the the Spirit. We have this and we have that. It's not about that. You don't want that on the display. The Bible is saying we got to put it on. And by putting it on, ladies and gentlemen, again, custom fit to know, okay, just like that helmet I was telling you about, you know it's yours. You've lived that life. You know what God has taken you from and where you are today and where God is going to lead you for tomorrow. But we must be able to be ready to put it on because we also know that there are battles that are taking place in the spiritual realm. Sometimes we don't take a moment to realize that we do have some spiritual battles going on. But we have to know how to defeat them. How to know. We have to know how to come together and face those battles. You know why? Because the devil is not going to just let you, with a roll of a red carpet, just let you go walk in and claim victory. There has to be a battle in order for you to understand that there is a victory, to enjoy victory, to appreciate the victory. Because even when you're down, you're able to come back up. We are whoever—who we are representing is God the Almighty. And then what happens is when we are trying to do things on our own, when we get knocked down, we try to be able to... It's like, oh, this is too much. There's no way I can get back up, you know. We, we need the strength of God. We need to understand that it's not just the also God. It's that we as a body coming together and saying, we got to stick together. We got to hold the line because there are going to be battles that are going to be coming our way. And you know what? I think that the devil, the adversary is not going to be very happy with us. I mean, he, he's probably already... Th- I'm, I'm thinking he's already uh, shaking a little bit because he understands that we're not only hearing that there's an armor of God available, but he also knows that we are learning what each piece of armor can do for our spiritual lives. To be able to go to battle. He got, the devil doesn't want uh, uh, courageous uh, uh, Christians. The, the devil doesn't want us to be unified. The devil knows that there was, wherever there's dissension, when there is uh, the parts of separating, that there's no unity, at one point or another, the body is going to fail. So let me tell you, I want to give you a little warning because we're starting out 2020, is that the devil is going to be fierce. That's our enemy. Why? Because we belong to God. We're God's children, sons and daughters of God. And the devil is not going to be very happy with us knowing that we're going to understand what each piece of armor is going to do for us. But we have to not get discouraged when the things are not going our way. We have to be able to know that our focus is on God, to be able to be led by the Holy Spirit. But he is going to be coming fiercer, and and maybe fiercer in 2020, because he does not want god's children to live victorious lives but we also know those who believe in christ and have c- continue building that faith that we have a great victor and that is christ jesus our lord amen amen, amen. i am so encourage you to come you know throughout these weeks to understand what each piece can do for your spiritual lives and how we're able to become god's army to fight life's battles let us pray Gracious, loving, most holy God, we're so thankful that your word is preaching to us today. To so know it's not only just living a life, trying to do our very best for you, and just giving our lives to you, and accepting Jesus Christ into our hearts, into our lives, into our homes, into our work and to our schools and to our businesses. It's not just about that. It's it's understanding that we are not just only displaying the armor of God that we're putting it on and that we have to learn how to put it on every day because every day there are battles going on, especially in the unseen world, in the spiritual world. We sometimes see it manifest in the physical realm, but so many of it, Lord, is fought in the spiritual life. Help us to understand what each piece of armor can do for us. So that way, even when we're going to battle, even when we're feeling the heat, even when we're feeling the dings, even when those fiery darts or, or arrows are coming our way, how we're able to defend it. To give you honor and glory. In order to have victory, we have to have battles. And we're so thankful that you allow us to live to this day and to know that we're able to do this together individually, but we formed that one body, Christ